Climbers, Johnny here. Hey, I know you work your butt off to make great music, but you struggle to get new consumers interested in it. And let's face facts, your next new project is not going to be received any differently than the last one unless new people are exposed to it. And I know that growing your audience is frustrating, but listen, I promise it's not rocket science. It's just that what you're doing isn't very effective. But you're an artist and you absolutely need a fan base, right? You don't have all day to struggle with the promotion part either, so I get that. But imagine how it would feel to know exactly what you have to do every single day to gain more fans. And imagine how much more consistent you can be when you know exactly how to do it. Brands will come out of the woodwork to offer you money when you've accumulated a large enough audience. Let us help you with a consultation and you'll see tangible results every single day. Schedule a consultation today by emailing info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. Hey, I I totally understand you might be a little apprehensive, so listen to what some other people thought of their consultation experience at Daredevil Production. I'm Tracy Lip. I'm an American music producer living in Scandinavia. And I'm Ipa. We booked an hour with Johnny from Daredevil Production. We needed to work on Ipa's social media. How did that go for you? I liked it. Johnny was super fun, and all the information he gave me was super, super easy to follow. I liked it because Johnny's understanding of social media is top-notch. He told us how the algos work, which hashtags to use, and where. We're definitely booking more time with Johnny and Daredevil Production. Hey Climbers, this is Josh Cleveland from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, Not too long ago, my guitarist Dustin and I did a consult with Johnny, and the results we have seen have been pretty awesome. Um, We were looking to get a little further reach into social media and to grow our fan base, and that is exactly what has happened. Uh, To kind of put that in context, I've been on Instagram for about seven years, and I had 487 followers. And in just a couple months working with Johnny, uh, we've been able to grow that fan base up to um, almost 2,000 people, and it's still growing. And that's 2,000 real people. It's not bots. It's not just like fake accounts. These are real people that I interact with on a regular basis every single day, um, creating more buzz about what it is that I do. And it's been pretty awesome. So if you're willing to do the work, and that's the key word, work. If you're willing to do the work, do what Johnny tells you to do. Um, schedule a consult. You'll see um, some growth in your audience and your fan base immediately if that's what you're after. Although I will tell you this, it's a lot of work. And uh, Johnny told me that he's going to give me work and I'm going to hate him. And I do. I hate Johnny so much, but in all the best ways. So schedule a consult. Social, social, social media. Social media. Social media. Challenge. Challenge. Accepted. All right, welcome to the first episode of Pick Johnny's Brain. The intro that you heard was from Social Media Challenge, only because I haven't had a chance yet to produce a new intro there. This is going to be the new amalgamation, the new refinement to what was originally Expand Your Brand. Uh, We didn't get a whole lot of people that were interested in getting on the air with me to do the Social Media Challenge. That was issue number one, and issue number two is definitely that. Those were getting really long, and I just I don't have the time for that. Um, I couldn't keep those under 30 minutes, really. We're trying to keep them under 15. So Chelsea Stallings had a brilliant idea and said, why don't you just have everybody ask you questions, and then you can answer them, and you can choose... If it's one question, it's a 15-minute answer, great. If it's three and it's a 15-minute, that's great, too. So that's what we're going to do. 
So let's get started on that right away. The first question we have is from Laura Principato. And Laura asks, I don't know who to send my songs to for radio airplay and movie placements. Well, thank you, first of all, Laura, for, for sending that in. And if anybody has any questions, they can respond to the, the regular posts that we're going to have now for your music marketing questions. Or you can email them to info at daredevilproduction.com and just put music marketing questions in the subject line. So who to send your songs to for radio airplay and movie placements? It's, it's a little bit more sophisticated than that. Specifically with the radio airplay, be careful because there's a couple different services that you can use that are designed to deliver your single to all the stations that might play it. However, they're not going to play any of those songs that are in that delivery file without promotion. That's that's really what you need. I mean, they're only spending 12 songs an hour before your song gets on a playlist. Somebody else's song has got to come off. So this is where the relationships and this is why you pay a promotion team to make that happen. They know all the program directors at the radio stations that you're trying to get to and they work the song that way. And that's how it gets on there. Um, I, I say be careful because there's a lot of companies out there that sort of imply or just directly tell you, hey, buy our service for this amount of money and we'll get your songs to the radio stations. And in fact, that's what they do, but it's not going to get your song on the air. That's the way the ball bounces on that. You're not going to send a really great song out and they're going to put it on the air just because they like it. It's got to be promoted. The, the second part of that is movie placements, kind of the same thing. I've got a few friends now that make their living in television and, and movie placements with songs, and it really is about, it's very much about relationships. So you kind of got to get in the game. There's not one place you can send it to. You, you just need to start making some relationships with the people who are music supervisors of different television shows and maybe different networks. If you start asking those kinds of questions, you'll start finding the right answer. So probably not what you wanted to hear on the answer on those, but it just isn't something that you can kind of do from the armchair. You've got you've to get in there and, and make it happen. Question number two here, Lou Pagano asks, what are the tips and tricks to get older style music recorded or placed in visual media? How do I find those sources interested in older style music? Again, that's very similar to to Laura's answer. It's not, I don't know that there'll be a source in particular that would be interested in older style music. It would have to be project specific. Like what's the project about? Is it a period piece? How old is the style of music? Is it 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s? And then, you know, Quentin Tarantino uses a lot of older stuff kind of in his, in his, you you get in with the director or, or something like that. And, and it turns out to be the, a certain kind of flavor. So that is very much project specific. There's not one source that would say, hey, we specialize in 1940s era big band music and getting it placed in movies. Uh, It wouldn't make sense to have a business like that if you think about it. They're going to be trying to place all different kinds of music in movies. And the the movie director isn't going to put a 40s era song into an 80s era type of movie, you know, if it's not going to make sense, right? It's going to make sense. So next, James Simmons asks, what are some ways to laser focus your audience besides just trying to find followers of people who make similar music? When running targeted Facebook ads, what are the strategies to leverage your socials to support that ad buy? James, these are getting to be very sophisticated questions here. Um, as far as laser focus on your audience, 
I think there's a number of ways to do it. I, what you need to to focus in on is what are the psychographics of your audience. I did a consultation once with a lady. Oh gosh, I can't remember her name, but she made music that was for meditation. It's a very unique kind of situation. And I said, well, let's just look at the psychographics of the audience that's going to listen to your music. Who are they? Well, they, let's, they're probably going to do lots of yoga. So yoga pants are a brand. For instance, Lululemon, that's a place where you can find people that are more than likely going to be getting stuff for yoga and that might listen to meditation music. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Uh, there's companies that make meditation mats. There's companies that uh, the, the actual yoga companies themselves, and there's all different kinds of yoga. And you can you can target those kinds of interests on Facebook and on Instagram to try to follow those kind of people that are. It's not just about similar music. It's just about the culture. What what is it that people do? What are, what else do country music people do? If you're a country music artist. Uh, aside from listen to say Luke Bryan, well, they drink whiskey. They uh, they drink whiskey and listen to country music. They drink whiskey and drive four by fours and listen to country music. They, uh, you, you see, it's like they're located maybe primarily in the southeast, so there's geographic locations that can help you in small pockets of. Um, very relevant audiences that can that can make that happen. So, and and creating content that would resonate with them that's relevant and personal to them is a really good way to make that happen as well. For the second part of your question, when running targeted Facebook ads, what are the strategies to lever your socials to support that ad buy? This is more than a, a one tier answer. It depends. The, the answer is it depends. It depends on so many different things. But what you can do, I'll, I'll give you the, the the best answer I can give that'll make sense in this kind of time frame here would be you can create audiences on the back end of your Facebook that have 
interacted with your Facebook page, interacted with your Instagram account. There's a different audience for people who have interacted or visited your events page on Facebook. You can create audiences from people who have engaged or uh, even purchased a ticket if it's on the events page. All these are different sort of categories that you can use to build an audience and then it Facebook will create that audience and then you put that into the ad and that's who you're going to target. So that's a really good way to make sure that you're touching a warm audience. These would be people that already are aware of who you are as an artist and what your brand is. And it's not a cold audience. You're not interrupting them. They, they've already liked your page. They've already engaged with you. They've already maybe gone to an event or thought about going to an event. They thought about buying a ticket. These are all categories that you can use to create an audience. And then you have to make sure that your messaging is correct and, and consonant with that particular group of people. You don't really want to send a warm audience a message that would be designed to work for a cold audience and vice versa. You can't treat a cold audience like they should know who you are because they don't. Uh, so it's, it gets a little bit more sophisticated than that, but that's the best way I can think of to, to answer that one. And then finally, we'll take one more here. This is with Ben Noble. He said, you guys talk a lot about uh, the past about giving away music to build a relationship. What is the best thing to exchange for an email address on social media, given that music is free on Spotify and free downloads are increasingly irrelevant? In other words, what incentive can I create as a musician for a potential customer to give valuable information up online? Okay, this is a great question, Um, one that we're answering internally constantly, that we're thinking about constantly. Uh, All these points are extremely valid. They can get the music for free. It's not as much of a hook maybe as it was before, but you have to understand, Ben, that the, the, the big thing is that they're there to begin with because they have some kind of interest in you, and you have to have marketed them to get them to the squeeze page to begin with to consider downloading something and then they're deciding if, if whether or not the juice is worth the squeeze. So some of the things that we've been leaning towards here, are we've got a couple different ideas, but I promise you we're still constantly refining it. Uh, we're still doing downloads on songs. I think that's really cool. You can maybe give a portal to a Dropbox where they can get a bunch of stuff, um, some, some videos, some specialized personalized stuff, um, like a, almost like a paywall, if you would have a paywall on your website, where in order to get to the, 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 the higher level of engagement with the artist, they've got to pay a little bit of money. You can have something in there in regards to that. If there's a track that's never been released, maybe the, all the stuff that's on Spotify and Amazon that's for free is really great, but maybe you've got some of the demos or you've got a song that hasn't ever been released before, and that's only for the people that are the insiders. That's another way to do it. And we're still just trying to figure out digitally what we can do that would create something that would make sense. And why why do this on the squeeze page? For those of you who are wondering why Ben would even ask this question, what Ben's trying to do is own the information. So he understands that you, you could have a million followers on Facebook, but you don't own that data. Facebook does, and you're going to have to pay to access it. Now, having said that, still worth it, still way less expensive than trying to push something out on radio or push something out on television in, in the form of a commercial to get people's attention. Uh, it's far more targeted and it's, it's really, really valuable. But you, there are ways you can do this for free. If you know when you when when you get somebody's attention, you go through the effort. 
effort and the marketing money to go out and reach and, and get your art in the art in front of a new set of eyeballs. And they respond and they're like, oh my gosh, I love this. And like, hey, we want to do something really great for you. Go to this website. They click on the website. They go to download something. At that point, you want to make sure that that's a it's a good enough uh, tit for tat there. So uh, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get the information. If he gets that email address, then he knows exactly who that person is and he can reach them as often as he wants for free. And of course, every time you send out an email, you get really high open rates as long as you're doing a good job of cultivating your list and you're constantly providing value to the uh, the listeners. So that's the way I would say. And, and if anybody else is out there listening right now that has any ideas on, hey, how could we what else could you do that would be an incentive as opposed to a free download of a song, which maybe isn't that attractive anymore? Um, I'd love to hear him. Hit us up on the Climb community. You know, email me. Um, get in touch with different people. I would love to know some different ways that you're doing that. Uh, one more value bomb. If it's in a live situation, Ben, certainly what, what some of the things we'll do with our artists is we'll make a deal with the venue, which is usually, let's say, a bar or a club. We'll ask the bartender if they want to do like a $25 bar tab as a prize. Now, remember, $25 is worth $25 to the customer, but to the bar owner, it's like probably 4 to $5 maybe because there's such a big markup on liquor. So a $25 bar tab is a very inexpensive carrot for him to throw out there. Every time we've ever had an artist that that went down that road with us, the bartenders always double or the bar owners always doubled it. They're like, let's do 50. So imagine you from the stage saying, hey, everybody's a winner today. Everybody's going to get a free song. But if you text, you know, Ben Noble to 58470 or whatever your your mechanism is and you download the song at the end of the night before we play the last song, I'm going to pick somebody out and we're going to put a nice dent in your bar tab. And that's a real good incentive to, to make that happen as well. So uh, there you go, guys. We're going to be doing this on a regular basis every other Friday. Please send your questions in to info at daredevilproduction.com and put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line. You can also ask those questions on in the climb community or on if you answer the social media posts that we are going to put out on a regular basis and and we'll collect them and try to get to as many as we can in, in each episode. Thanks a lot. Have a good have a good one. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 